There's a story in the Old Testament about a prophet called Elijah who dramatically defeats the enemies of Israel. Following a long, intense battle for spiritual dominance, he's victorious. The evil queen Jezebel, whose minions were defeated, sends a message to him saying essentially, now I'm angry and I'm going to get you. Elijah's response is recorded in 1 Kings 19, number 3. Quote, and when he saw that, meaning Jezebel's message, he arose and ran for his life. Now, why would a proven powerful prophet like Elijah suddenly run for his life after a powerful evil queen threatens it? It's called stress and burnout. Elijah didn't suffer from a lack of faith in the power of the God he served. He suffered from exhaustion, unmet needs and expectations that had been disappointed. These are the ingredients of burnout. People mistakenly believe that you burn out when you have worked too hard and too long. That's not true. Look around. Others are working harder and longer and they are not burning out. It is not the difficulty of the situation or the chronic nature of it that brings out burnout. It is when you stop caring for yourself and you abandon a positive expectation about the results of your efforts that you experience burnout. Elijah had a firm belief in God's power to defeat Baal, that's the God of Jezebel, and the priests of Baal, who were her minions. He exercised that belief in engaging in the battle with Baal's prophets. God had given him power to do many miracles, which are recorded in 1 Kings. Elijah knew God was powerful and could have protected him from the threat of Jezebel. What ultimately defeated him was his crushed expectations that he would be the deliverer of his people. It was reasonable that he could expect that God would use him to free the people from the tyranny of Ahab, which is the king at that time, and uh, Jezebel was his evil queen. Especially after God showed up in such a spectacular way, the expectation that the people would now turn their hearts to God was strong. However, Jezebel's words crushed Elijah's expectations. Her words showed that her heart had not moved one bit. In fact, she seemed even more rebellious and arrogant, totally ignoring God's power. In a sense, this is why we burn out. We start with such grand expectations. We're willing to work hard to defeat obstacles and to persevere. Then we come to a point and realize that no matter what we do, a particular obstacle will never move. An expected outcome is not going to be realized. That is when we can become discouraged, disappointed, and depressed. That, in combination with physical exhaustion, if we have been pouring our time and talents into something, it, it's going to bring about the phenomenon of burnout. In burnout, you see the cynicism. Not only do we believe we can't do it, we also believe that it cannot be done, even by someone else. This is the state Elisha found himself in. He believed that he had failed at his job and that there was no one left to carry out the mission. See 1 Kings 19 verse 10. Elijah lost all hope. Have you ever worked in a high-stress environment and then heard someone talk about the impossibility of completing the work assignment in the given conditions? The rumblings that, quote, no one can be expected to do this job, unquote, 
those are echoes of Elijah in his in that state of mind. God had had to open up Elijah's eyes to the fact that he, Elijah, was not the only one that God had on the job. God had not placed all his eggs in Elijah's basket. There were others doing the same job that God had entrusted him with. Elijah had to trust God to use them as God had used him. An antidote to burnout is the refusal to believe that just because you can't do it, it cannot be done. It's okay to recognize that your limitations are what your limitations are and to look around to find people who are doing better on the job than you are. You can learn from them, have them mentor you, or just observe and find out what they're doing. Is it something new and improve uh, a way that they're tackling the task at hand? I've mentored many new business owners, psychotherapists, and social workers so that they would be able to engage in their assigned tasks and avoid burnout. It does, however, take a degree of humility to recognize that you do not know everything. Today, if you're experiencing burnout, take a quick assessment. Are you taking good physical care of yourself? If you're not, is it because you feel that if you take a break to engage in self-care, you're going to fall behind? Remember, if you don't take the time to take care of yourself, then eventually the job is going to suffer and you may not be around to complete it anyway. Do you perhaps believe that no one can do the job as it's currently described with the limited resources or current environment? Then look around. If there's even one person who appears to be navigating the situation well, then there is a way. Is that someone you could learn from? When you step back and gain a realistic perspective, it is amazing all the solutions that you, you may be able to see. In burnout, we engage in tunnel vision. And unfortunately, on many jobs, people in burnout are surrounded by others who are experiencing the same symptoms. It's the blind leading the blind. So get an outside perspective. Speak to someone not on the job who can ask you some good questions, who can perhaps point out something that you are not able to recognize in your current state of distress. God can change you or can change your situation. Pray. Let go of arrogant thinking and humble yourself. There is much to learn and people who would grace will share that knowledge with you. Seek them out.